Hi patrons, welcome to your show, your bonus show, especially for you guys only because you are the top potatoes. Um, as always, it's me, Jack. And it's me, Colin, and it's just a, a little bonus episode we're recording about some pop culture stuff that we've both been doing, uh, television, movies and gaming. And Jack, share your news. You have joined the next generation. I have joined the next generation. Uh, I went out and I got, I treated myself after winning the bingo and I bought my myself a, a PlayStation 5. Um, I was thinking about getting it second hand um, because like cash generator or whatever had it for like 300 quid. But I looked at it and you could see all the scrapes on it, you know, where people have like missed, like not put the fucking thing in right. And I thought, <laughs> I, don't, I yeah. don't want that. I don't want that. So I went to Argos and got it. Um, and because of my 1% cash back, I said I got four quid back. So it only cost me 385 quid. Yes. Um, but so what did what package did you get? Did you get the digital version or the one? Yeah, you just I, I just get the digital version, mate. I think physical media is eventually just going to burn yeah. itself out and not be a thing anymore. The from what I've heard, there's going to be a new PS Five that basically it's it's digital, but you've got a di- you can buy an X, you can buy the disc drive to attach it. So they're basically oh, right. put, okay. they're, so they're basically putting barriers up. So, like, the next one, like, say the PS Pro will be digital only, but you need to yeah. then, if you want to have a physical disc drive, you need to buy it over and above it um, because they're just getting... It's, like, kind of like... Remember years ago, like, Max were the first people to do it. They removed the the disc drive. Yes, they removed the optical and drive, like, yeah. Even back then, in two, that was about 10 years ago, something like that. Even back then, there would have been people saying... That's mental removing that because what we met today with Blu-rays or what you met doing, and nowadays you're just like, why the fuck would you have a disc drive on your laptop? And I think the same is going to be the same for all these new den consoles. Why would you have a disc drive? I think if you look inside and like if you look inside an Apple MacBook, for example, it's actually beautiful inside as well. The way it's all laid out and they they use up every inch of space inside the MacBook. Aye. to fill it with various bits and pieces. And if you think about the space an optical drive used to take up, then they were delighted to get rid of that because just, it increased battery sizes, it increased storage, it let them do better better stuff with the silicon. It's just, they know what they're doing, these Apple guys. They're bloody good. They're, they're the best. Yeah, and Sony looked at the note they're doing as well. So that's why you've got that big stupid side bit because they don't want to take up any space within. Because you want the best hardware to run the best software, so that you've got the yeah. best graphics and all that sort of shit, and you can't be taking up that space with fucking a stupid disk drive. And then, have you got your PlayStation standing upright or on its side? Yeah, I've got it upright, mate. I've got it there beside yeah. me. I'm not going to show you it because people I know what it looks it, like, yeah. but it's there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just sitting there, mate. It's lovely. I will admit, I've not played a lot of it. Um, I've not really had the time. I need to be in the mood, and I'm kind of... What I've, what I've kind of bought it for is more things that are coming up that I want to play. Like yeah. Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out in October. Then the sort of Pandora game, what do you call that? That fucking stupid movie game. The, with the stained Pandora, the big blue aliens. Oh, is, is there an Avatar game coming out? There's an Avatar game coming out, yeah. It's okay. kind of, you ever played Far Cry? Mm, kind of, yeah, I've played a wee bit of it, not much right, So it's kind, of, it's kind of like that, but set in Pandora. And right. then, basically, I'm just waiting until GTA 6 comes out. That's all I want to play. And it might be 2024, <laughs> it might be 2025. 
But that's yeah. I'm, I'm basically pre-arming myself for that stuff. I played a bit of Deathloop the other day. Um, oh yeah, I've got that. Uh, you were one of one of the, your friends play. You were one of the, you were the only one that played uh, that played Deathloop. I played about an hour of it. Quite enjoyed it, but I need to really be in the mid. Um, I went back to Coast yeah. of Tsushima um, with the upgraded graphics and stuff like that. So yeah, I like that. Um, I treated myself, Colin. But we're not we're not Did here to you... speak about me treating myself, are we? You want to bring something up? Well, yeah, but just really quickly, did you play Astro and feel all the difference in the controllers and stuff? Yeah, the haptics. I had to actually turn them so down. Good. Really? Yeah, I turned them yeah. down from strong to like medium because it was too much. There's a level of that Astro game where you walk on ice. Right. I don't know if you got as far into it as that. No, nah, I mean, I only played on the... the ice. Aye. The noise and the feeling of the control, you genuinely feel like you're on ice yourself. It's mad. It's so clever, that controller. It's great. Yeah, I only played it for 15 minutes. But yeah, so yeah, um, I treated myself, I treated myself. Um, I thought, why not? Good. Um, I've been treating myself the last uh, couple of weeks because my favourite programme on TV is back in various different iterations. So I think everybody will remember, uh, certainly on here and on uh, RBR, how obsessed I was last Christmas with the Traitors. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think you got into it as well. Eventually, you watched it all, enjoyed it too, and um, I enjoyed the first the first season of the British one. Yeah, yeah. So there's not been a season two in Britain yet, but since the Britain one came out last Christmas, I've watched the Australian series, um, season one of that, which was fantastic. But just recently, the second seasons have been starting. So season two of Australia has started. We're four episodes into it, and it's fucking fantastic. And I've also started the New Zealand season, uh, which is another English language version. And that's really clever as well. I'm enjoying that. I think that's six episodes into it. I'm basically going to watch this. I'll watch this show anywhere they do an English version of it. And I've actually downloaded subtitled version of the French episodes as well. Um, right, okay. There's a Canadian version starting in the next couple of weeks as well, which is English. Um, and I found this website which has got a load of the foreign ones all subtitled. It's just cracking telly. I'm obsessed with it. Right. So for people that haven't watched it, explain the the, the premise of it then. So in the traitors, twenty people, give or take, join the game at the start. They all join the game as a thing called a faithful, and they all sit round a table with a eye mask on so they can't see. And the host randomly touches three of them on the shoulder. And the three that it touches on the shoulder become the traitors. But nobody else knows who they are. Every day, they all do trials together to earn money to go into the prize pot. At the end of the day, they vote on who they think is a traitor and try and banish them. Um, Quite often, that means they end up banishing the wrong people and the traitors get away with it a lot of the time. And then after that, each night, the traitors go upstairs into the castle and they're able to murder somebody and eliminate them from the game. Um, so it's a lot of strategy, um, a lot of backstabbing, a lot of people getting into cahoots with each other. It's just fascinating telly. I love it. It's the first new... I don't even want to say reality show, because I think that does it a bit of a disservice. It's a strategy game show sort yeah. of thing, and it's just brilliant. Um, this new Australia, you know, the season one in Australia is probably my favourite one so far. It was great. Um, but this second one has got a couple of celebrities in it, but not so much that they take over. It's got an actor from Underbelly. 
It's got Hannah from Below Deck. It's got a guy that won Australian Survivor, and it's got a, it's got a YouTube cookery star, and that's right. it. So four people, and then sixteen normal people. And See that? That's why I couldn't take to the alongside Alan Cumming presenting the American one. It was the fact that like <laughs> a couple of them were like Survivor finalists and stuff like that, and it was just that annoyed me. I, I just thought it should be sixteen people or 20 people that have applied for the show that you don't know, you don't have any leanings towards, you don't think, oh, that person's a, a bitch, or oh, I remember yeah. him, he's a bit of a dickhead. You want to start from the beginning, you get the traitors, and then you know, and it's good, and the way that they do the, the death thing is, they have a meeting in, in the morning, I don't know if they still do that, and like, yeah. they all come in one by one, and then yeah. like, when the last one comes in, it's like, oh, is John dead or is Jack dead? And then Jack will walk yeah. through and they go, oh, the fuck killed John? John's <laughs> it's pretty, it is uh, pretty good, mate. I really enjoyed the first season. And I've got the the first season of the Australian one on my playlist on Sky Stream. Because, again, I've said this a few times, it's one of the few shows that me and Calm enjoyed together. Honestly, so. get into the Australian one, honestly. It's... It's got it's great and the ending is unbelievable. Honestly, you lose your shit at it. The ending um, of the British one was really good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really good. The the new Australian one's got some interesting people as well. There's a guy who is a retired FBI agent. Right. So and, you would think he would be fucking brilliant at this stuff. Yeah, and there's a woman who's a retired um like murder detective sort of thing. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> They're ramping she, it up then. But they, yeah. but they all think she's just a housewife. She's got young kids, so she must have retired at like 40, 45 or something. She's got kids, and they all just think she's a housewife, but she's actually a fucking murder detective. That's, um, that's nobody cool. knows the FBI guys, an FBI guy either yet, and stuff. So it's it's been good. There's a there's a girl called Annabelle who is the most annoying person I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, that happens a lot in these shows. Like now, the again the premise of this. One of the things is they go out and do trials, so they're like it'll be like cross a bridge and pick up a box, like your kind of bog standard trials. There, there's no real need for the traitors to sabotage these trials or anything, but because everybody looks like they're the pushing court. in the right yeah. direction. So again, yeah. I kind of found that a little bit, maybe not confusing, but like, well, surely you've got to make the traitors try and do something or whatever, rather than just everybody pushing in the in the same direction and that would be my one maybe criticism maybe I'm off the top of my head I can't remember them saying to like oh John you need to make sure you drop a box and nah, I've never done that. yeah but I think yeah. they should to add Could a little interesting to add a little bit of like because you know oh he's dropped that how how much can he make it look like an accident how much can he explain himself after it like John why the fuck did you just seem to drop that box and or you could ask a, a faithful to do it, to add more money to them or something. I think they could make the trials a little bit better. That's the only thing that sort of, yeah. I think they could add to it. So what makes the what makes the Australian one that good then? Like, What's the standard um, point? Is it, is it the characters? Is it the host? What's the up? character, Australia just do TV so, so good. Like they do everything Australia does is great from this sort of genre. The host's a guy called Roger who's an actor. And he's fucking hilarious. Like I thought Claudio Winkleman was brilliant on the UK one, but Roger's even better. He's just so funny. Um and it's it's just it's, it's just it's, it's I don't know, Australian people just seem a bit more interesting. It's it's just good in that regard. 
Um, it's a sin, though. Like that's the second season. One of the first challenges was a bunch of pieces floating in the river, and somebody had to go out a rowing boat and collect them. And then they had to build the pieces into a pyramid. And this big heavy fella, big fat lad called Blake, said he would do the rowing. And he got in the boat and he sat too close to the back of it and he sunk the bastard. He, he tilted over, did he? It's yeah. no, he was, it, it, well, yeah, backwards though. Aye, aye. He was I sat with it mean, and it just slowly started aye, the, water. The front end's like 10 feet up. Ah, <laughs> I felt so fucking bad that's for him, honestly. Terrible, it was horrible. Man. That's a shame. And then the other person's just zipping up and down in the boat getting the stuff. And this poor cunt's having to swim and get the stuff and bring it back manually and stuff like that because <laughs> the boat's fucked. Um, but that's great. It's just so much fun. I love all the scheming. I love all the arguments. I love the people that get convinced that somebody's a traitor when they're not. And I love the role of the traitor. If I was, if I was ever playing the game, I'd love to be a traitor. I'd want to be a traitor rather than a, rather than a faithful. Yeah, but the thing is, like, what if the traitors just get caught within the first six weeks? Because like, just recruit go- new ones. So is that what has that happened before then when it doesn't get nah, to the end and everybody's caught? Because they always had a new one before. in, like like in the British one, it was like John and Jack, you can go go pick somebody and try and recruit yeah. them. And in so, the British but, one, the the guy that they recruited, he had to take it on board. But see his parting comment as he yeah. left, I thought was brilliant. I know see, you I didn't, didn't like it. I, I thought it was brilliant because he's like, well, fuck you. I know who the traitor is. And he, he said something like, just watch just watch your back. Or, like, yeah, look I, look I inside was... yourself. I thought it was, what else are you meant to do? I think I would have made a comment like that because you've just been fucked over so badly <laughs> by the traitor that's, that's the there. Game, Aye, but so the part of the game is for then for then him to fuck him over. I suppose. And the comment um, dug deep. Everybody went, why did he say that? Why did he yeah, say that leaving? Brother? What does that what mean? It? Yeah, it's pretty. It's it fun, man. That is. Um, the other thing that I, I found. So I was. I've got a. I've got a server basically that I pay for access to. And it gets me on my telly. Um, don't don't arrest me. And when I was searching for the traitors in New Zealand, another thing came up, Jack. And I watched one episode of it, and it was fantastic. And it was the New Zealand version of Taskmaster. They're all brilliant, mate. The Australian one's fantastic as well. Yeah, have you seen New Zealand before? I've watched them all, mate, yeah. Uh, I, didn't, oh, I thought I was going to be telling you something you knew here. I didn't know you'd seen no, this mate, New Zealand I think there's, one. Uh, there's three seasons of the New Zealand one and two of the Australian one. Yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant, mate. Really good. I was watching the New Zealand one and they had to find a bowl of glitter and put it in the kitchen fridge. Oh. And it started with the, there was a bowl on the ceiling and the guy with the ta- the assistant was holding it up with a stick, and they have to take the stick and hold it and not drop any of it. And it took them all about five minutes to realise that the bowl was stuck to the ceiling. The stick wasn't doing anything, and then they had to just go and find the actual bowl of glitter in the house somewhere. And this girl, it was it, it was just lying in the kitchen worktop, and this girl that was playing it walked past it about ten times, could yeah. not find it. It was brilliant. The Guy that, the guy that presents in New Zealand, no, the New Zealand one's Jeremy Wells, the guy called that, and see the guy Paul Williams who does the Alex Horn role. He's he's really good, isn't he's he? He's really fucking good at it, man. He's yeah, really, really, really good really at good. it. But there's a few people on it. There's a guy called David Carreros who's like the guy with the weird bowl cut. Right. Have you seen the 
the diss track that they need to do. Have you got there no, yet? No, I've not seen that. No, Mate, I've only watched one bit. Honestly, tune into it. There's a diss track that they do, and it's one of the greatest tasks I've ever seen, man, because he okay. goes way over the top. There's a guy called Guy Montgomery on it as well. And the thing is, because we don't know, it's weird because we don't know any of these people that are on it. Yeah. So there's a few guys on the Australian one that you might see as like, if you were Australian, you might go, oh, that guy's annoying as fuck or whatever. Yeah. But like Luke McGregor's a guy who's just, he, he plays, he's like a character comedian. But he plays this very sort of, what's happening there? Like a very weird guy. And like, I think if you're Australian, you go like, oh no, fuck, Luke McGregor's on it. He's the worst. But because you don't know him, he's brilliant. So what's the Australian one? Um, The the Australian Alex Horn isn't as good, but the Taskmaster is probably better. The Ah, uh, Greg Davis role. But yeah, mate, if you've got that there, I would would, would highly highly recommend it. I think there's now... I think there was four seasons come up in New Zealand. I don't know how many of Australia and stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm almost caught up with the New Zealand traitors. And then I'm going to have to go back to watching it live. So it's like only on twice a week, which is going to kill mm. me. But yeah, I'll probably have space to start watching either the Australian or the New Zealand Taskmaster. Watch both of them, mate. They're both really, really good. So yeah, this okay. was meant to be okay. 10 minutes. We've done nearly 20. So what a bonus. What a bonus. What a bonus for you, top potatoes. We yeah, will. go and I know I'm going to get questions in the comments. So that every time I tweet about the traitors, I get asked this. Um, if you don't have access to anything dodgy telly wise, just Google the traitors Australia season two daily motion, and you'll get hit with a bunch of links for daily motion, which you can yeah. just link, play it. It'll play an advert, and then the video will start. So just yeah. get them from there. Daily motion is like the underground super YouTube. Because that's where I watched yeah. all of the seasons of Australia. Is that where you saw them? Yeah, Daily um, Motion. If you go on Reddit, if you go on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Roo TV, R O O T V, and it's a subreddit just dedicated to Australian and New Zealand TV, mm-hmm. and they put all the links up on there as well. Yeah, highly recommend. Sounds like the trailer sounds good, and I enjoyed Taskmaster. So yeah, go and give them a bash on that subreddit or Daily Motion, but. Yeah, um, we'll be back with part two of Bowls soon, and then we've got another bonus lined up where I just go through my bookmarks on uh, Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter. Why not? X. Bye. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore wrong-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. (laughs) 